What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Race Report. I'm your host, Race Pinio. And I kind of got to apologize um, to you guys for something I said after episode four. I was going to recap the rest of Sunday's games either late Monday or um, early Tuesday. Now I'm doing this at 8.10 on Tuesday night. So I'm sorry about that. Um, that it was a little bit of a wait, but we're getting into it. Sadly, you know, like the vibe of Sunday's games and, you know, it's not as fresh, but it's okay because we still have some interesting things to go through. Okay, so the the game that we left off with, the game that I left off, uh, was going to be the Falcons and the Jets. Now, the Falcons beat the Jets here. Um, Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, and Cordero Patterson were the, the top players of that game. Um, Zach Wilson's doing better in his role. Um, Falcons offense handled the Jets defense with ease. Jets defense handled the Jets offense with ease, which isn't that hard to do on Titans. But anyway, they they did. They beat the Jets. They should have gotten the win. They did get the win. Kyle Pitts, though, some rookies are having some days. Like, Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, um, Chuba Hubbard, and we got Kyle Pitts now in here, too. Um, but really, the big winner of the day is the Falcons organization. Now, I know it wasn't a crazy day for Mr. Cordero Patterson, but the Falcons have found something in Patterson, and it's like they found that Patterson doesn't just do kick returns. And the Vikings kind of put him at running back wide receiver-ish too, but the Falcons are really using his full potential, and he's becoming a big threat and a and a big weapon on that Falcons offense, and they're using him super well. Matt Ryan loves to use him, and uh, the Falcons love him, and he's he's great for their team. Good fit. Um, Well done with the Falcons. So Falcons beat the Jets in London. So next we have the Broncos and the Steelers. Now I have a friend who's a Broncos fan. Shout out to Caleb Wixon. Um, And the Broncos played the Steelers, and he's... My friend is frustrated because the Broncos, it seems like they couldn't play defense in this game. Najee Harris was doing well, and speaking of doing well, Chase Claypool, congratulations, first touchdown of the 2021 season. Took him a little bit because he got off to a rockin' start last season, but he got it. Big Ben, it didn't look like he was uh, 130 anymore, like freaking Tyrannosaurus Rex that old but anyway big ben did better Najee harris credit to him um he the steelers put a lot of weight on him um because they knew big ben was getting older and their and their o-line was kind of withering down a little bit and they, they were getting older they let a lot of them go um like villanueva um so Najee harris credit to him um, for just taking the load that the Steelers gave him and using it well and living up to the first running back taken in the draft. And so the Steelers come out with a win on the Broncos. My thing with the Broncos is Teddy B was a little shaky and his start coming back um, from that concussion. But um, the Broncos, they just got to prove something to me, you know? First three games, you play the Jags, the Giants, and the Jets. You catch two rookies and a team that's really shaky and rusty. Like, how do you not win all of those games? Now, the Broncos, they did their job. They won. But then they start playing even a mediocre team, and they start to slope down. Especially in the, in the division they're in, they need to prove to me that they can beat some teams with winning records, and they can show that they can put up points, and they can really play with a team that is 
as good as them, if not better than them. So they need to show me that they can't, that they don't just, that they're not just pushovers and they just beat the easy teams and lose to the hard teams. Like the Broncos, they need to step it up, but I believe in them and their defense. Okay, Ravens and Colts. Holy cow. I only watched the fourth quarter of this game, but I'm glad I even watched, like, the. I only watched the last ten minutes. But I'm glad I did. Because, okay, let me set the scene for you, okay? The Ravens are down 16. The Colts have the football. They're looking good. They kick a field goal. Blankenship does. Blocked. Calias Campbell. Blocked. Exactly. It was blocked. Ravens get it. After the Campbell block, they drive down the field, score a touchdown, score a two-point conversion. Now, it's an eight-point game. Okay. Now, Colts get down in field goal range. Rodrigo Blankenship, wide left kick. Wide left. Ravens get it back. Lamar takes them down the field. Touchdown. Two-point conversion. Game all tied up. We're going to overtime. Right? Okay. In overtime... Um, the Ravens get the ball first. They drive down, touchdown, game over, um, 22 unanswered points. Hello, Lamar Jackson, three, no, it was 442 passing yards, 62 rushing yards. My thing was with Jackson was, can he pass the ball effectively? Like, can Lee? Yes. Yes, he can. He's proved it to all of us. Mark Andrews with a big day. 41 fantasy points. My friend Braden literally was down 45 points. Almost won because Mark Andrews decided to get 41 points. Lamar got 41 points. He went off. He had four passing touchdowns. And so the whole Ravens team really just clicked on all cylinders. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, um, those kind of guys, they did well as well. But Ravens, credit to the comeback. Good job for the defense, for staying strong. And I'm telling you, in special teams, in field goals, it might seem like it doesn't matter, but in that moment, it was the game or it wasn't the game. And they stepped up. That's why it's not over till it's over. Ravens, you get the credit on this one. What a W. You guys got to be proud of that one. Colts fans, you can't like just keep your head in your hands. You don't have to look up right now. Okay, Titans versus Jaguars. Now, Derrick Henry gave his annual beating to the Jacksonville Jaguars, as I like to call it. Um, the Jags just bent over and let him do his thing with three touchdowns. And um, A.J. Brown looking better. Only three receptions. But, hey, for fantasy users like myself that have A.J. Brown, you know, A.J. Brown's kind of waking up from his energy injury and kind of being like, hey, I kind of don't feel like playing football right now. And that's good. Um... And uh, so Titans did well, Ryan Tannehill did well, but who I really want to talk about is James Robinson. Now, James Robinson is a multi-two player that is saving the Jaguars right now. Sure, they lost, because Robinson can't carry a whole team. Lawrence did do better, though, I'll give him that. But James Robinson, 149 yards on the ground. He's the heart of that Jaguars offense, and he can pound the football. That's why I loved him in fantasy. That's why I picked him in the draft, because I knew that this team needs him more than anything. So, James Robinson, good job. What a game. But Titans are the ones that get the victory. Much needed one, too, after a couple of bad losses. Uh, Cardinals and Jets, especially. I'm never going to let you guys forget that. But, Browns Chargers. This is the game I really wanted to talk about. This was an offensive shootout to the very end. 
I forgot to spell defense after this game ended. Like, seriously, Baker Mayfield, he had an incredible game, 305 yards, I think. David Njoku, hello, where did this come from? 149 receiving yards um, and seven receptions. Like, where did that come from, right? Nick Chubb finally got back on his feet. Kareem Hunt still scoring touchdowns, but it didn't matter because the Chargers came to play. They're let me rephrase that. Their offense came to play. I still can't even spell defense for both these teams. Like, the Chargers put up 47 points. Justin Herbert, over 400 yards, five touchdowns. I lost fantasy because he put up 41 points. And he is just going off insane. I'm even, I'm even hearing MVP candidates. How crazy would it be? Rookie of the year, MVP. I'm getting hyped because the Chargers, I, I said it in my... um first episode the best in the nfl and i'm sticking to it this defense they needed to get back on track i said they were doing well i said they were locking down opponents the browns showed that showed that their offense can just make their defense look like they're nothing but it didn't matter because mike williams justin herbert austin eckler keenan allen and the chargers ran all over this defense passed all over this defense mike williams especially what is this man doing like him and Keenan Allen, I'm even seeing one of the top duos in the NFL. And there are some bigger names. Like Mike Williams is coming in with a good quarterback like Justin Herbert. And he, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and Justin Herbert are turning this franchise around. And I can see this being a very, very good team in the years to come. Good uh, Credit to the Browns offense. It's just, like I said, no team could uh, spell defense when it came to this football game. But it was a lot of fun to watch. Fourth quarter was especially where it turned on. So um, the Chargers on a roll. Uh, second game where they picked up a W so uh congratulations to the LA Chargers and so that will be it I'm gonna wrap up this video we are done now with Sunday's football games along with you know Mondays with the Ravens and the Colts what a thriller that one was but um uh, thank you guys for listening and I will see you next time for week six recap on the race report